Now, there are still huge areas of the North Island without any or very patchy cell phone reception. New Zealand Telecommunications Forum CEO Paul Brisbane joins us now. Kia ora, Paul. Can you give us a summary of the situation right now, please? Yes, the uh, the biggest issue we're facing at the moment is getting generators to try and keep some of these key cell sites operational. Until power is restored uh, across the North Island, we are uh, relying on generators and the fuel for them to keep uh, cell sites and in some cases landlines operational. So how many cell sites down? Uh, Two Degrees says they have 126 offline at the moment. Spark has about the same, 146 uh, Vodafone's not too dissimilar. Theirs is 183. This is about 6 to 7% of the total uh, fleet of, of cell phone towers across the country. So it's a significant impact on the networks. And so what areas does that mean are out for cell phones or patchy reception? Uh, it's right across, uh, as you've seen through the uh, throughout the last couple of days, Northland, Auckland, Waikato, Central North Island. But the biggest area of concern is the Hawke's Bay, where we've also got two fibre optic cable cuts, uh, which means that they are largely cut off completely at the moment. And uh, uh, that's, that's the focus for our work for the next uh, 24 hours, I would say. Prime Minister, they're saying cell phone connectivity, a top priority. So as I understand it from what you're saying, the problem is power, not damage to the sites. Battery packs, what, they last about eight hours or so? Uh, about about 48 hours. 48 um, hours, and then okay. And done over to generators to try and keep things up, up and running. And the generators, how many have been rolled out? And can you cover the network with generators? We can't cover the entire network. Uh, hundreds of them have been deployed. Uh, just this afternoon, Vodafone, Spark and Two Degrees have bought a further 40 consumer-grade generators. These are the smaller 7-kilovolt ones. They need topping up every seven or eight hours with fuel. So that adds uh, a slightly different problem to the network, which is you've now got to prioritise getting people out there with fuel. Uh, we have a number of generators in Napier, for example, that are ready to go. Uh, but we can't get fuel trucks in and out because of the state of the roads. So uh, it is a a very complex and moving situation. Was there enough forward planning? Uh, For what we were expecting, uh, we put in quite an extensive amount of forward planning. Yes, indeed. So those generators in Napier, for example, uh, are part of a mobile fleet that we move around as required. I don't think anybody was prepared for quite the scale of, uh, of, of the cyclone and uh, that, has, uh, that is something we're going to have to consider as we, we look to future events as well. So do the, do the telcos accept they may have some resilience issues? Well, I think uh, we're certainly going to have a look at how we, uh, how we respond to these kinds of things. Uh, I don't think anybody was expecting to have uh, both arms of the fibre optic network cut um, in a single event. That is, that is unprecedented in terms of scale. So I think uh, we're used to the storms of the 20th century. Uh, We now have to get ready for the storms of the 21st century. Running short of time, but I would like to know, and people will be interested, what about the internet connections? Yeah, they're in the same boat, I'm afraid. Everything requires power. So uh, as long as you've got power and connectivity, uh, as long as you've got power, you've you've got connectivity. It's a matter of getting uh, mains power back to some of the the core uh, components of the network. So is it just hurry up and wait, or can you give us a time frame? We are looking uh, to deploy, certainly in in Gisborne, we're looking to move some satellite connectivity in to act as backhaul to replace the fibre connectivity. We're looking to do that tomorrow. We're working with NEMA and uh, potentially with the um, uh, Defence Force to fly in some gear so that we can 
uh, at least provide some connectivity out of the region. That's something we'll be exploring tomorrow and hopefully uh, uh, putting in place uh, within the next 24 hours. Appreciate your time, Paul. That's Paul Brislin, who's the New Zealand Telecommunications Forum CEO there. As you would appreciate, big swathes of the country have been uh, without uh, cell phone coverage, been cut off in terms of communications for much of the day.